Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a mad marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Seth Green, and today I have the good fortune to be interviewing Ali Richards from IWillTeachYouALanguage.com. Ali, thank you so much for joining us today from Egypt and lending us your expertise. Thanks very much, man. I'm really happy to be here. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? Okay. Uh, with the with the marketing or with the languages? Where shall I start? Let's do both. <laughs> All right. So the languages started uh, when I was about 19 years old and I'd, uh, I'd just left. Uh, I'd just gone to college actually and I'd done a, a year there and I had a, I had a big breakup. I had... Um, I broke it with my girlfriend and I was in a in a bit of a mess and to cut a long story short I ended up actually leaving the UK which is where I'm from and uh, and taking a one-way train to Paris and I, I it was kind of an escape really I just uh, I wanted to get out wanted to get a, a breath of fresh air and I thought when I got there well wouldn't it be cool to learn French because you know I'm in Paris it's a nice language some pretty French girls around so I decided to learn to learn French and um you know, it was tough. It was really hard. It was my, the first time I'd learned another language, uh, but I, I stuck at it. I figured out some cool ways to, to learn. And then after that, I moved on to, to my next language, which was Italian. And then after that, uh, I learned Spanish and Portuguese. And then I moved to Asia and I learned Japanese, followed by Cantonese. And then more, most recently, I've been living in the Middle East, where so I've learned Arabic. So I've learned all of these, these languages just over quite a long period of time, actually. I mean, for the, over the last sort of 14 years or so. And so what I do now is I, I, I teach people online about the things that I've learned from all of this. And I, so I teach people how to learn languages quickly. And one day I started, I started up a, a simple WordPress blog. I registered one of those free domains on WordPress, started blogging. And then, you know, a couple of years later, it's, it's, it's evolved into this, into this thing that's uh, much bigger than I ever thought. And it's now, it's now what I kind of live and breathe on a daily basis. That is an incredible journey, and I'm sure the longer version would fill a book if it hasn't already. <laughs> well, funny you should say that. <laughs> what do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? I think um, the main thing is that 
you have to, if, if you have any ambitions to actually speak the language, which is what most people want to do, then you have to start speaking right from the beginning. And this is what, in when I first started, slowed me down massively. You know, we have this kind of concept that, first of all, we learn a language, you have to learn the vocabulary, you have to learn the grammar, and then when you're ready, you can go out and start speaking it with, with native speakers. It doesn't work like that. Language learning is like learning to play the piano or learning to drive a car. You have to actually do it over a long period of time to to, to, to get the practice, get the repetition, and get the skill. So when I coach people now, what I do is I get them over this kind of psychological hurdle of being scared of speaking with native speakers right at the beginning so that they then go on and develop that confidence at the same time as learning the language. That makes sense. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now about marketing? I think, well, it's an ongoing thing, isn't it? You're learning, learning things all the time. The, the main thing, I think, is that I wish I had invested more in my own education right from the beginning because I figured stuff out by reading blogs, listening to podcasts, but it's only since I've started investing in getting access to people who really know their stuff that I feel like I'm really taking the shortcut. If there's any kind of shortcut, it's that. So I'd say right from the beginning, if I was to do it all over again, I'd start investing in the best education that I could right from the start. That makes total sense. I know you've achieved uh, an immense amount of success. What is your biggest challenge now? My biggest challenge now is scaling because I've got to a point where with the, you know, I've managed to, to take a simple WordPress blog into a business and it's something that sustains me now. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not making, not making millions, but I'm able, but it does sustain me and I'm able to live a, um, a, the life that I, that I want from it, which is fantastic. But it's, it's only really the beginning of the journey. And so my, the next step for me is figuring out how you take a business that's, that's making five figures a year into a business that's making six or seven figures a year. And that's, that's, that's where I'm focusing on now. Absolutely. I think a lot of us resemble that remark. Um, now, you are coaching on more than one language. Is that correct? Yeah, well, I mean, my main my main focus is not on one particular language in general, rather the the skills, because the skills for language learning can be applied across the board. If I teach you this, the skills that you need to learn French, you can then go and apply them to learn Chinese. It's exactly the same the same concept. So I work with people who are learning a whole a huge range of different languages. So then, does so? Let's say you're talking, you're teaching me French one day, and somebody else Chinese the skills for Chinese another day. Are you actually working on the specific language or are you just telling me like here's what you need to go do you know there's i think there's a lot of parallels with marketing here and everyone anyone who's who is a, a marketing or a business coach or has been on the receiving end of coaching would probably relate to what i'm about to say which is that it's very rarely a specific problem that's holding you back more it's it's more the a hang up or a fear of some kind that's preventing you do the thing doing preventing you from doing the thing that you know you really have to do. So in the case of languages, you know, if you don't know a specific word or a specific or the grammar you need to say a specific thing, you can always work around it. It's not a big deal. But usually the problems that really hold people back are things like I don't have the confidence to to get on Skype and speak speak with a with a native speaker or I just can't 
find the time to study or when I do study I, I just feel like I'm wasting my time and doing the wrong thing so I can't focus so the, the, the place that I can have massive impact in people is holding their hands along the journey and actually focusing on the kind of meta challenges that either give them huge success or, or, or prevent them from getting where they want to go so you're not, let's say, drilling vocab words in Chinese one day that you need to know, and then you've got to learn Swahili vocab words the next day. Yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't do that stuff. And there's plenty of fantastic language teachers out there that, that, that can do that. And, you know, if when I coach people, I would actually recommend that they do have a teacher or, or a language partner of some kind at the same time, because they've got to, they've got to teach them the language, as it were. But the thing that, the thing that I can offer people, which they can't get from from most regular teachers is the experience of actually having been through the language learning process itself. You know, a, a Spanish teacher can teach you all about the language. They can teach you all about Spanish, but in most cases they haven't actually got the experience of going through the whole language learning process, the, the challenges that, that come with that. And so what I do is I focus on that stuff. I focus on, I, I can talk to someone f and see very quickly what problems they're having such that if we could solve those problems, it opens up a huge new area of possibility for them. So you're more, let's say, mindset, language, coaching, if I was to make up a word for it, as opposed to, no, you're pronouncing that wrong. Yeah, I mean, there's elements of both. I mean, if someone is stuck on a specific, uh, you know, if someone comes and is learning Spanish, for example, and can't pronounce the, the rolled R, then I might work with them to, to, to show them, for example, how... Actually, it's not the not not the, the movement of the mouth, but it's the flow of air through the mouth that produces that roll. So we might do little things like that, but in general, that's not the big picture. You know, the big picture is the stuff that is actually preventing you from sitting down and studying in the first place. So yeah, we we on the whole, we don't work on that kind of stuff. That makes sense. So you are doing, let's say, more hacking a language as opposed to memorizing three hundred vocab words. Which sounds like it might be more important. Yeah, I mean, hacking's a funny word, isn't it? But I think it's—I—I I think it's exactly what you'd look for if you were to sign, if you were to, to to hire a business coach. You know, you're not really looking for for someone to say do this, do that. You're looking for someone to hold you accountable, to ask you the difficult questions that you're not facing up to yourself. What are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work? Okay, by far, I'd say. There are quite a lot, but one thing that has eclipsed everything else recently would be the one thing, um, and I forget the name of the authors, but it's it's a it's a very well known book that's been doing the rounds recently, and this has totally totally uh, changed my whole approach because it fits very well with the way that I like to to work on stuff. Uh, for those of, for the listeners who haven't heard it, the one thing is, as the title suggests, is that's uh, Gary Keller. That's right. It, that's it. It's, it's a, basically it's an angle on the 80-20 principle. So it says that for most of us, you know, we struggle with all kinds of 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 things. We face so many choices in our in our work and our life. But actually, in most cases, there is one thing that you can do and you can focus on that will make everything else, all the other challenges you have, either easier or unnecessary. And so the book walks you through the the mindset and the process of determining what that is it's been hugely helpful for me because it just it, it's just helped me really look at what I've got going on and figure out what things I have to really focus on in the coming months to really make a difference and make everything else 
easier. So that's been a that's been a fantastic read. Another book I've read recently, which was, which was excellent, was um, uh, Dot Com Secrets by Russell Brunson. And Great book. Yeah, fantastic book and very simple book in a way. You know, it's not a it's not a necessarily a huge mindset thing, but he does a fantastic job of just distilling the whole internet marketing world in which we 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 operate. And you know, a lot of the stuff in there is kind of stuff stuff that people would already know, but there's a couple of just gems of wisdom here and there uh, that I've already implemented and I've got huge results from straight away. So that was a a really practical, helpful book. Great recommendations, great books. Um, you've also got a podcast, and obviously there are tons of quote-unquote language podcasts out there if that's what we want to label it. How do you get yours to stand out? Yeah, so most language podcasts, they do the same job as a language teacher. They say, okay, guys, let's do, you know, let's, it's a five-minute five minute Spanish podcast. Let's learn a couple of words in Spanish. What I do is I take exactly the same approach on the podcast that I do in 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 my coaching and on, on my on my courses as well. So I take questions. People send me in questions, and I play those questions from people and I answer them live on the podcast. So people will be asking me questions. You know, like I, I'm studying, Ollie. I'm studying. I'm, st I'm at home. I'm, I'm living in. I'm living in uh, Ohio. I'm trying to learn Japanese, and I just can't stay motivated because there's. Yeah, I've got no Japanese people around me. How can I stay motivated? And so I, I address that, and I get people asking questions like um, you know I I'm learning Spanish and I'm surrounded by Spanish people on the street but I just don't have the confidence to go and talk to them and practice what can I do so it's these same meta issues the same the same the same challenges that that are holding you back that I just grab by the horns and just kind of sort of shake out of people and say look this is what you got to do change this mindset and and it can change everything for you who is an ideal customer for you that's a fantastic question, and it's something that's evolving as well. And in fact, just yesterday, I was sitting down with a good friend of mine, and we were trying to figure figure this out. My ideal customer is someone who is between thirty to fifty years old, and is committed to self development. They continuously invest in themselves, improving their life, and is willing to spend money doing so. Um, that's as far as I've got with my ideal customer, and I'm I'm kind of really aware that it's not as targeted as it could be. So you know that's something that I'm working on. Uh, I'm working on on defining even more. Have you looked at um, having a credit card algorithm run through your existing customer base to tell you exactly who your customer is? Like they're 45, they drive a Lexus RX, they make three hundred thousand dollars a year. They go. They buy this kind of food at the grocery store. They're buying these books, type of thing. Yeah, it's a great question. I've I've heard that before, and I've actually done. I haven't done exactly that, but I do. You know, quite extensive exit surveys for for customers, and it really is a thing. It really is very much across the board. Um, I mean, my customers tend to be in English speaking countries predominantly, um, but I think that just reflects the the niche that I'm in, the language learning niche, and which is it's something that applies very widely to lots of different people. And you have people, everyone from you know high school students to retired uh, people who've who've retired abroad to businessmen. It's such a huge demographic. Um, so yeah, work in progress for me, and some, something that I'm going to be prioritizing in the, awesome. in the near future. All right, 
Uh, this has been a fascinating interview. I've got pages of notes. I'm sure our listeners do too. This has been Seth Green with Ollie Richards from IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com. Ollie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, man. It's been great fun. Good to talk to you. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.